to another episode of Sad, Sexy and Single Sisters Over 50. Welcome to another episode. Tonight we have Kate and we have Danny and of course myself, Al. Hello. Hi. Okay, so we have some updates because I know that I personally have met a few guys from Bumble in the last couple of weeks. So I have some interesting stories and Danny, you don't know about one of them, but I promise you it's interesting. Um, And um, Kate, where'd you go? Kate's going to Sorry. Had to get a dog treat <laughs> <laughs> for our mascot hunter Woo-hoo. yes my boy i love him <laughs> he is very excited that i'm here so he's busy busy yes oh, oh yes he wants to give auntie uh, a yeah. lot of kisses <laughs> oh gosh oh lucky auntie danny <laughs> yes <laughs> I promise you, I love that dog. Okay, so Kate, any recent dates? Anybody new? No recent dates, but I'm talking to a guy on the other coast before. Oh, how did that happen? I met him on one of the apps, and um, do you want to say which apps? But yes, and to our listeners, I do not suggest this app. <laughs> Or for newbies, I do not suggest this app. It's Facebook. Okay. Okay. I've heard that. All right. So Facebook dating is very scary for the most. I've heard that. Yeah. So I'm a fan of me swiping and liking somebody and them swiping and then talking because that at least I know that I've approved them basically. I like them. Where on this thing, it's kind of anybody can message you, you know, and so get a lot of messages from guys where it's like, it's like you wake up and you're like, well, let's see what the yeah. this morning looks like. So it's because you're going through the dating part and now people can find you easier because anybody yeah. can message you today, but now they've got a new avenue of finding you on Facebook because yeah. of the dating part. Is that why it's? Well, okay. So it's like, um, it sounds like match. It's no, it's yes. It's like match or like hinge. So we're in match and hinge. Anybody can message you. So even if you didn't like them. So, and these people can message you basically. So unfortunately through the messenger on Facebook. No, not on that, on the dating. So it is through a a separate. Yeah, it's a a separate thing on Facebook. So, but you know, I'm a fan of being, you have to both like each other to talk. Yeah. That becomes a job to get rid of those people. Yes. And so it's very, Danny, it's very entertaining in the morning when I wake up and you you see all these um, matches and you're like, all right, all right, I got 20 20 likes, let's see. And you're like, oh, you go through all 20 and you're like, yep, not even one, you know? Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, so this guy, actually, I was like, oh, okay, I like this one. This one's good looking. He, you know, checks a bunch of boxes. So... Anyway, so he lives in Fort Myers. And like I said, he checks a bunch of boxes I like. And um, yeah, we're we're trying to arrange a meeting and figure that out. So hopefully we will do that soon. And, uh, you know, he's he's relationship, you know, he's ready for a relationship. So as we've discussed, so many men, you know, where we live down here in South Florida, mm-hmm. aren't, you know, relationship ready. So this guy definitely is, you know, but obviously we got to check a few other boxes, see if we have chemistry. Yeah. And 
can't do that, you know, until you meet in person because chemistry over, you know, texting and, you know, video calls and this, that thing is one thing actually meeting physically in person is, is another thing. So I'm trying to meet him. We were going to try to meet this weekend, but it's just not going to work. I don't think so. Maybe next weekend's our our next time that we're going to try to meet. So, because I don't, I, I don't like the pen pal thing as you guys know. Yeah. So I'd rather meet very quickly, hopefully, and figure this out whether or not because it's long distance. So right, right. and uh, anyway, so you know, we'll see. But other that's than that, a, that's a commitment, you know, in and of itself to have a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Which you know, as you guys know, I'm open to. I, I've had a long distance relationship. The last one started as a long distance relationship, so I'm open to moving. It's not like I'm locked down here in South Florida, but right person I'd move. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's, it's tough to find somebody in the dating world. I know all, the, all the chemistry with, and, mm-hmm. and you want to be with, right. All right. So if the person is two hours away, it's not that bad. I can move, you know, right. So, right. For the right person. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, good. Well, good luck with that and keep us posted. Uh, Danny, last we talked to you, you kind of weren't in a good place to chat about your existing relationship. Is that relationship still going on? <laughs> I don't know. It's the same. I, I feel like I'm in the same spot with him that I was when I first started talking about him. Okay. Remember, which was he didn't really know if he wanted to be in a relationship. And here we go all through all this time. And he really is in that same spot. Mm-hmm. And so I moved out of my apartment at home. It, from, right, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Moved to Florida. But before, but before I came down here, I stayed with him for a week. I didn't plan on that. I was just going to stay for a day or two because I still had to wrap up all the loose ends from my apartment that I put into storage. And some of it I actually put at his place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have easy access to it, like clothes and stuff that I knew I wouldn't wear here, but would wear there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I ended up being there for a week and you know every day it was like you don't you don't have why rush you don't have to rush you can stay a week I don't care how long you stay so anyway and this has been a pattern all along when we're together he's great and he likes being together and the minute we're apart it's like he's forgotten I am a forgotten person because he's also just as happy to be alone and go into that world that he goes into yeah Mm. and then so I was down here with in that got ready my kids came down for a week and he called a couple of times a day that first week and then he didn't he didn't call for a few days but I figured it's because I was with the kids and I really didn't care but then I heard from him we hung up the phone and I just sent him a text and said I miss you and I didn't hear back, which I wasn't necessarily shocked by that or surprised because he doesn't anyway. So the next day I sent another text and it was a joking text. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a message saying, sorry, I went to Nashville with one of my buddies. He's going through a rough time. I'll call you tomorrow. Okay, whatever. So then when I talked to him, it was it felt so distant mm-hmm. and I'm always on eggshells because I know you, there's no emotional boundary to cut. You cannot cross the emotional boundaries. So the conversations get really hard to be had. There's, you can't, you can only talk about what each other does in a day so many times. Cause it's the same thing that we do every day. Yeah. You don't have that intimacy. Like you were talking. <laughs> no, about- there is nothing. No, nothing. Uh, so the conversation was pretty short. And I, so before he hung up and 
I was agitated. So I said, are you planning on coming down here? Because we had already talked about it. We looked at flights for him. This was a surprise question. But because he's so hard for me to talk to, I'm, I didn't, it wasn't a great way to approach it. But anyway, he was, he got frustrated that I asked the question and was like, I don't know. I hadn't even thought about it, which wasn't true because we had already. So anyway, we hung up. I sent a text. He sent a text back and his text back was, I know I can't be the person you want me to be. I, I'm not an emotion in an emotional place right now. Would we not just be better as friends? So there's no expectations. So I'm, I'm showing the text to my kids. And I'm like, is he saying you're supposed to be friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You've been waiting for him to tell you this for a long time. And I said, yeah, yeah. So I just didn't respond anymore. Mm. So he calls the next day to address, you know, these text messages. And honestly, I don't. So we kind of got to this point where I said, you know, I can't even talk about this anymore tonight. Like I, we're not going, we're not getting anywhere. And he said, well, there's no reason to solve all the world's problems tonight. Oh. We'll just see what happens. So that's where we're at. He like he called yesterday and I talked to him. He didn't know I was in Fort Lauderdale because I don't ever call him. I don't, I, and I never have because I've just let it be him. And um, so he knows I'm down here. And then, so he called tonight. I just let the phone go to voicemail because he calls when he feels like it. I should be able to talk to him when I feel like it. Right. I, well, and, should, I, and you should be able to call him and feel comfortable to call. Well, and he he says, you know, the phone works both ways, but I don't feel comfortable calling him. Okay, that's a huge red flag. It, it's all red yeah. flag. I don't need yeah. to be, I know that, which is why I'm kind of just letting it fizzle. I mean, I, they're, I'm just letting it fizzle. Yeah. I don't, but, but I don't know what to do about it either. So I was kind of hoping y'all would help me out with that. <laughs> because <laughs> my the, when I left, I, we left in a good place. We had had a great week. You know, he's staying another day, all the things, arranged all of the storage in his place with my stuff in it. You know, he's got my some other stuff stashed in closets, whatever, knowing that when I go back in town for Derby and all that, I would be staying with him. And so I don't really know where we stand. I've got two Derby events that I, I told him about and said, you know, is this something you'd be interested in doing? Thinking he would, cause we are a couple, a couple. Yeah. And I didn't get a commitment and that was a couple of weeks ago, but that's him. He doesn't commit to anything until a week before, but now I'm kind of like, I don't really want to take him. Don't you want a man that can commit to you and yeah. say, yes, I want to go with you, Danny. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. The answer is yes. It has forced me to make some steps that for the past five years I have not been able to take. Okay. That's growth. It, I have become more comfortable with being independent. I have always been an independent person until my divorce. Mm-hmm. And then snapped. I don't know what happened, but anyway, so I've learned some things about myself and it's also pushed me to go back to the person I used to be, which was, I don't need anybody. So I've allowed myself to have the comfort of knowing there is somebody I know he cares about me. He can't, he's not filling me up the way I want to be filled up by a man, but I about me and he's kind of sitting over there. So I have a little bit of that safety net that lets me breathe and not panic over being alone while I'm being alone. Right. I'm tired of it. Like at this point, I'm tired of it. I don't know why it's not easier than this. Okay. So if you can't have the conversation, A, you need to know what you want to do with this relationship. You need to figure that out. So if Mm -hmm. you want to stay in this relationship and move forward in this relationship, great. If you don't, if you just want to walk away from it, you need to figure that out. What do you want? And that's what you need to figure out. And then once you've figured that out, that answer, 
then you have to have that conversation with him. Whether or not you, you're walking away from the relationship, you have to have a conversation. Be an adult, basically. Don't just let it fizzle out and, and you ghost each other, you know, at this point. You guys have had a relationship. Like, really? I don't want to, I don't mean it like that. I'm not going to, like, like, I'll call him tomorrow. Okay. But um, I guess maybe there's a little bit of me that's trying to keep him at arm's length just so he's there and we do talk, but we don't, we don't have, I mean, our conversations are nothing more than friends, friendship based, but to have somebody that can't even say, I miss you too. in a stupid text, that's too much. Like he's got some stuff he needs to fix because that's, that's not if he know. can't say that, I mean, I'm sorry. You've got he's got some issues if he can't say right. That. I agree. Yeah. And you deserve to be with somebody that says, I miss you. Well, and I did, I said to him, I said, you know, when when I was talking about that, and I said, it feels very unkind to know that you can't just say that to me. Right. And I said, I know that I'm worth far more than any of that. And he agreed. So when he's fun, he's fun. When he's not in the mood or he's preoccupied, he's, he's not fun. (laughs) Okay. So wait, when did you all actually first start kind of like being more dating? I mean, when did you, yeah. When was your first date? I mean, roughly, you know, was, are we talking six months, eight months, three months? I can't remember how long I I feel like it would have been last St. Patrick's day. However, our first date date was I mean, I've known him for a year and a half and we had such a different, um, dynamic or French so different. Right. 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 Yeah. I was going to say, is he even relationship material? I don't, he's not somebody I'm going to end up with. Right. Okay. So what you, but yet you feel such a sense of obligation. Well, and I don't, I don't necessarily care about the couple's thing. Right. Uh, because I, I, well, I don't actually know who all's going, but there's enough people that I'll have fun anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just gets harder and harder to talk to him because the conversations don't ever go anywhere because there's nothing to talk about. There's no substance. There's no intimacy in the conversation. It's the same thing that w- that's been lacking. And unfortunately, you're right. That's probably not going to change. So it is what it is. And if you're okay with that to pass the time, then then use that to pass the time. At least it, at least you're being honest with yourself saying, I'm not going to end up with them. I know that. So at least you know where that is, but he is, you know, it's nice to have a plus one on certain things. So, you know, um, because he keeps in his mind thinking that because I say I miss him, that means I want more. Right. And it doesn't. I think it's going to fade out on its own since you've moved, because I think you are going to meet more people and do different things and so forth. I mean, I surely if I was dating a guy and he moved to another state, the first thing in my mind would be our relationship's probably not going to make it through this. It's not it's not close now. That's exactly what everybody at home has said. Mm-hmm. Like you all aren't dating. You just moved to Florida. And I know he's, you know, he's filling the void and stuff. So I get it. But I hope you don't. And I don't think you would. You wouldn't exclude any options. If you met a great guy tomorrow, you'd be okay with it. That's what I mean. So, so he's just really your plus one. So I absolutely like trying to, um, I don't know how to make up a different name for him, but there's somebody here that, that I've, I've actually met him one other time when I was here. First time was not a good first impression. It was a bad, bad night. But this, it was happenstance that he came by when we were all talking and we ended up, we all hung out for a while and we had a great time. So. Oh, good. So there could be, Hey, you know what? I mean, but yes, I am not closing any doors. 
Okay. All the doors of opportunity are wide open. Good. I'm good. glad that that's good. So with my last relationship, I was just exhausted and, and tired of not knowing where I stood. Yeah. And if I don't know where I stand in a relationship and I can't have that conversation with, with my partner, kind of tells you where you stand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I think well, you've got an answer yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. A very hard answer, but I think. Um, well, and I mean, I know we're talking a lot about it, but I think a lot of people sit in the same spot, but continue on in a relationship not being honest about this exact thing. Like I know where he stands with me and I have to face the fact that he's not going to be emotional and he's not, and he doesn't show me that he cares about me. And that's sometimes I'm like, are you being a dumbass? Cause you know this and you don't want it. But there, I do also know that it's been a safety net to allow me to take the baby steps that I need to take to be okay over here. Which I think is okay sometimes, but I think it's sometimes you got to put your big girl pants on and be like, I got to do this on my own. And well, and then, and I think that also in a lot of ways, I feel like as long as you're connected to him, you're not going to be able to allow the right person in your life or that person's not going to come in your life, you know? So going on with you, Elle. So, well, you know, after talking to so many people, all my friends are like, you just have to stop being so picky and all that. So I had a date with someone from Bumble and, you know, I, I'm going to make it a short story and just say, because it is, I want to just wrap that part up, but I'll call him John just to keep it simple. So I mentioned the podcast and he seemed to think that every question I had for him was geared around that. Like I was trying to get information and report back and I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, no, of course not. I mean, no, I, I was being forthright with you by telling you about the podcast. So absolutely. That is not why. And, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And he was much more handsome than I thought he was going to be and so forth. But anyway, he was a very nice guy. He seemed pretty likable and everything. I started just asking random questions like, you know, Coke or Pepsi or, you know, toilet paper over the roll or under the roll or, you know, whatever I was asking, just random things. And then I asked him, ever been arrested? And he said, no. <laughs> oh, even Hunter had something to say about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he said, no comment. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, More than once. Hunter is like really getting this. But um, I said more, more than once. And he said, no comment. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, you know, who have I invited into my home, you know? So I'm trying to just play it cool. And I'm like, okay, well, was it a fella? It was a long time ago. I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, "Uh, okay. I mean, was it a felony or an assault or anything? And he said, no. He said, it was a DUI. Okay. I just, it was a long time ago. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, he wanted to leave shortly thereafter, which I thought was very weird because before that, I mean, he brought me flowers and, Uh you know, all these compliments Uh and all these great things. Everything was going well, but it was just very strange how it just kind of faded out suddenly. So I asked him, are you squirting your dog with water? Yes, because he was was trying to get her food. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. So I I could just sense that things definitely change after I asked that question. So the, the, the long story to make it shorter is 
I was not going to hear back from him, I, I suppose, because he left shortly thereafter. He said he was just let, he saw me yawn, which he did. I was exhausted, but he sent me a long message, but it wasn't on my text. So I thought, let me go back on Bumble because I'm so surprised I haven't heard from him, you know, one way or the other. I could tell, you know, he left and he kissed me goodbye and all that. But I mean, I thought things might have gotten hot and heavy a little bit. But that after that question now, so I decided I was going to check him out a little bit in public records. And I saw that he actually was arrested a year and a half ago for abuse against his girlfriend, his living girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, in the car. And he actually had to wear an ankle monitor. And anyway, I gave him my word that I would never talk about any of this stuff. Well, he didn't, he lied to me. <laughs> I, I don't care. I owe you nothing. So if he happens to listen to the podcast and you're listening, buddy, too bad. Uh, at least I'm not saying his real name. But I, <laughs> I, I didn't like the fact that he lied to me. Don't tell me something happened 20 years ago and it was a DUI when you you know, were arrested for assault to your girlfriend and you had to wear an ankle monitor a year and a half ago. (laughs) So that's not going to fly. So then that kind of made me very wary. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting off Bumble. And the next morning, I think it was, yeah, the next morning I woke up, maybe that was like a week later or something. I I think I decided, you know what? I'm just going to get off the dating apps and stuff and just focus on the real life thing. So I thought I'm going to delete my account on Bumble. So I'm like, well, let me just go through and see if there's anybody interesting. And I found somebody interesting. And I was like, "Hmm, I'm going to swipe on him. So then (laughs) I'm like, I'm not quite ready yet. Timing is everything. I know. Well, (laughs) I was traveling to out of town and I was like, uh, I feel like I'm, you know, we hit it off on the phone. We end up talking and all that stuff. And then I thought, my gosh, I'm going out of town for a week. And I feel like I need to meet him before I go, because the rule is my rule. I stick with my rule is you meet in that three to five day window. Really? We say three to a week, but I say three to five. I say two to five days, honestly, meet him soon. Um, Because otherwise they're going to meet somebody else, or maybe I'll meet somebody else, or maybe you lose that excitement. So, I mean, it was just one day that we had talked and the next morning I was like, before I go out of town. So I actually texted him like, Hey, if you want to get together, you know, before I leave. So we did. And um, we hung out for a couple of uh, hours and hit it off and, you know, really nice guy. And I'll call him Sean. So Sean is, he's a very nice guy and we've gone out a couple of times and had a lot of fun. But my point is, I guess that you don't know. And sometimes I'm like, I hardly ever go on the app. But I really go on there when I'm really thinking there's got to be somebody. So then meanwhile, I had a friend who wanted to introduce me to somebody. So <clears throat> the date I showed you guys a picture about and told you about. Uh-huh. So that was the date. That was the day before yesterday. So that was not a love connection or anything. There's another guy that I actually had a date with a couple. Oh, of my gosh. You are on a roll, woman. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I didn't get. I didn't actually go on this one. And hey, I've been in dry season for a while, so I deserve a little rolling. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. But I wanted to, uh, okay, so the one that I was going to go out with uh, the night before that, I actually, I blew that off. And because I think he was, I couldn't tell if he was a player, but I didn't get that relationship vibe. And I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time with anybody who, if they're just looking for something casual, that's fine if I am, but I'm not. So, but I wanted to address what we were saying as far as like, guys, they're letting us know where we stand. So the guy I had the date with, 
that, you know, a few dates that, you know, uh, Sean, I told him just point blank. I'm like, Hey, I just want you to know, and this was by the phone before we even met. I said, I, I want you to know I'm looking for a relationship. I don't know what you're looking for, but I'm letting you know, I'm very transparent. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not saying it has to happen instantly. I'm not necessarily looking for marriage. I'm not opposed to it in the future, but I definitely don't need it. So he knew where I was coming from, from the get go. Um, but at least he knows where I am. Like, I don't want to scare him away. And I hope it didn't, but Hey, anyway, so that's my, um, I've had a little bit of a, what was action to that? I think he kind of like laughed it off. He still wants to see me. So he knows where I stand. Let me just back up at the end of our date. We actually met at this place. I, he didn't pick me up because I was on my way out anyway. But so our cars were parked near each other. When we walked to our cars, we went to his car for a little bit and just, you know, kissed a little bit and stuff. And, you know, I enjoy talking to him. I actually have a better time. The more time I spend with him, the more I actually like him because he's got a little wild side, which I like. He, um, oh, I left his car, went to my car about 10, 15 minutes later. I'm driving home. I'm literally like a half mile from my house. And I'm like, where's my phone? My phone I left in his car. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, holy crap. A, I had a date the next day and I was so worried that my date's message would pop up on my screen. I have it a code, but you get the brief messages. So what if there was a message? Can't wait till tomorrow, you know? So I was a little worried about that, but more importantly, I want my phone, you know? So, and what made me even think about it was, oh, that's unusual for Sean not to text me, you know, after I leave, because usually there's a fun message, you know, I had a great time or something. And there was no ping on my phone. I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? And I'm like, oh, holy crap. It's in his car. So what can I do? I don't know his number. I mean, right. does anybody save num- or memorize numbers anymore? No. That's what, that, that right. And I didn't have a phone to call him if I wanted to. So I was like, okay, I can drive to his house where I had gone on our second date and we had dinner and stuff at his place. But I thank God I could remember where he lived. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to show up at his door without any notice, you know, and I was like, hi, it's L. So he comes down, he opens up the door. He's like, hi. And I, I said, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I left my phone in your car. He's like, oh no, really? And I was like, I'm so embarrassed. So thank God my phone was in this car and that was that. But, you know, I didn't say much longer, but, <laughs> but yeah, that was just kind of a funny thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing, you know, um, I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm keeping my options open, you know? Okay, good. How do you, like, I don't want well, to go on a lot of first dates, but I, I tend to be the kissing bandit. <laughs> like, I don't even have to be on a date. I'll make out with, they're cute, I'll make out with anybody. Okay. Like, I love to make out with people, apparently. But, I, you know, when I first got my divorce, I referred to, there's a stage I called my drunken slut phase because, oh my. I mean, I, it was bad. Like I was bad. Yeah. But I don't feel like, I don't think I have a rule. Yeah. That's okay. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, and I've heard other people talk about it or present the situation in a way that says, I, I want to get to know you and I, you know, I am. I am dating people, but when I find somebody that I'm attracted to, I like to put my focus on that one person and give that a shot before I start to date somebody else. So sort of making it a linear dating, a linear dating situation right. without it being a relationship or a commitment. It's just, right. if okay. we're at 
phase in our lives where if I'm going to give you my time, I want to know that we're doing this together. And if it doesn't work out after a week, it doesn't work out. But so how do you, how do you integrate him to say the same? Cause I can do that. And that's kind of what I was doing. I actually think that it was a dating, a male dating coach and in for him, he said he likes to, at the same time that you're kind of asking people if, what they're looking for, a relationship or yeah. whatever, that's one of the ways that he leads in with their dating style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is your dating style? Are you dating multiple? Right. I don't have enough prospects to date multiple people at one time. So that's not a problem, but I mean, and I don't know how many people out there actually do. Well, yeah. you just, you went through that, but I, this- and I usually don't. I usually just date one person at a time. This is new to me. Yeah. I don't usually date multiple people. Kate does, but I don't. Right. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it's very slow right now. I'm little, right now, there's, there's only one right now. So. Well, I'll see if I can come up with some more entertaining stories. I, I do want to say when I broached that topic of relationship before we even met. So I just, I assumed that I wasn't going to really like him. I'm so used to not you know, I meet these guys and I'm like, oh, they're not what I want, you know, whatever. But, you know, I'll well, tell you what. Scared them off, so it's fine. Was that? No, it, it didn't. That's right. Off, it's it fine. didn't. That's how I look at it. And also the other thing is I said, that I, I want to put this out here because I've heard this a couple of times now. I'm like, so I think you're two years younger than I am. You say you're 54. He's like, no, I'm 62. And I'm like, oh, he said, but you can't change your age on Bumble. And yeah. I was like, I've heard that before. And I said, he said, my friends told me to do that. Otherwise I was going to get a lot of older women. And and I was like, okay, well, thank you for being honest with me. So as I had talked to my other friends, like, you know, L you got to stop being so picky, you know? And, and so there were a couple of boxes he did not check and I knew he didn't check. And I was like, I'm still, I want to meet him. And I'm glad I did. So I just can't predict anything anymore. I feel like, um, <laughs> I'm I'm so with that. What? Life is really un- I agree with you. Life is unpredictable. It is. But- and I feel like with all the bad luck I've had in in that department, like um my 17 year marital anniversary would have been the same night that we were out the other night. And I gotta say, you know, I was feeling I was in my feelings, <laughs> if you will. And I I was so I was grateful to be out with him. And, but I thought this isn't what I wanted. You know, I, I, I wanted my marriage to work out and I, uh, I digress sometimes because I think, did I do the right thing? You know, I'm second guessing myself. And, and that's been a question in my mind anyway, but obviously I didn't, I mean, you know, this is so listening to you talk about all of, of those scenarios and your situations, like it has given me anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety. I want a relationship because I'm hearing her talk about it. And I'm thinking, Oh, that's a whole lot of stuff to be thinking about. I don't think I'm there. Like I, those things don't occur to me. It's literally making me feel anxious. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I like, I'm trying to figure something out about myself here, but Uh yeah, but I don't think, I think, I don't know if you overthink things, you know, like, like Al, you know, I think you, of course, I think ahead. I don't overthink. I think ahead because I'm a technical person. So I'm always thinking, what is the end result? And that's just my nature. Technical people think that way. What's the end result? You want to know 
it equals what? A plus B equals what? And you want to know. So that's right. why so, yeah. relationships are organic. You right. Know? So, right. You know, they, it's not A to Z, you know, right. always. So, yeah. you know, and you're never going to know if it's A to Z. You right. Know? Well, it's a different and, equation each time. Yeah. What, what, oh if, I, I, what if this whole, all this anxiety and all this stressing about, you know, when you should sleep with this guy or not, what if you go down the path and you sleep with him? And the sex and horrible. is horrible. Right, horrible. then it's done. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> or is not, it? Or, 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 is or it? if it was great, it'll only add to the relationship if it's great, you know? Yep. So yep. guess what? I kind of feel like just do it when just you feel it. like yeah. it's right. I have a question. All right. What is I'll bad sex? I don't know what bad sex is. When, when well, there's so many... Re- when you can't feel them for yeah. one, okay? When they come too <laughs> soon. Yeah. Or- yeah. When, when they come too soon and you're still like, Hey, hang on. Um, oh, I don't think I could mark that against them, especially the first time. Cause you just never know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, but I think it would take me a few times to decide if it was good or bad sex. Yeah. I think same. We'll give them that second try. And Kate, you yeah, said that like, too. I yeah. Always, you know? I, I, I them they may not be much of a giver up front because there's too many, like there's a lot of nervousness and yeah. Cause I kind of need a giver, but I don't know that they're always going to be a giver at first. I think, I think I, I, I've been with a lot of givers. Okay. And I've been fortunate enough to be the same, but anyway, I, we have gone way over. It's like two and a half hours. I'm going to be editing this thing. So, and I really want to talk about the hormone thing because I mean, we, we have to, you know, we have to talk about that subject because a lot of us are going through, and I wanted to talk about like changes in our bodies. Okay, ladies, we're going to wrap up this episode. Listeners, thanks for joining. Good night. Good night. Reach out, sassover50 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, sassover50. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Good night.